Coming up, construction on Epic Universe Universal's next theme park has resumed. Dates have been released for Halloween Horror Nights. Plus, we're going to talk about a really great discount that's available right now. All that and more on this week's episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams. Today, I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino Clavin. Hello. And we have a very fun episode for you today. Lots of news. You're actually going to notice a change in clothes and quality if you're watching this, because we already recorded this episode earlier in the week. Uh, we didn't give the news enough time to come out. And because of that, uh, now we have to go back in and drop in the Halloween Horror Nights news. So you will notice that if you're watching. Maybe you'll notice a change in quality if you're listening. But... I don't think you will. So uh, I do, again, apologize for that. That doesn't look consistent all the way through, but it's what we have to do. And we're taking the easy way out by not re-recording everything. You know, we captured we captured magic in a bottle the first time around. You just you don't want to you don't want to try mm. to replicate it again. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So uh, before we get going on that news, though, I do want to mention that we are sponsored by Dreams Unlimited Travel, the experts at helping you plan the perfect Universal Orlando vacation. If you love our content and you want to support us directly, the best way to do that is by booking a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. And you can get a free no obligation quote and extra information at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. And then, of course, also, please make sure you hit the thumbs up on this video and and that you also make sure you're subscribed to the channel and you can leave us any comments or questions down below in there. And we'll get to we'll get to the audio people in just a little bit towards the end of the show with with extra love showered your way. Potentially, I don't remember what we recorded, so we might or might not. Rhino's making faces. So uh, either way, I grossed him out with those comments. Yeah, you did. Well, I guess, uh, is it James Taylor that showers the people he loves with love? I I do believe that is James Taylor, yes. As, yeah. as a person who's seen him in concert twice, I should know a little bit better. But, you know, as soon as, as, soon as he plays Fire and Rain, I just get distracted. But uh, <laughs> let's not get distracted any longer. We're going to do a costume change, uh, clothes change, and I believe we're going to jump first into the news about Universal's Epic Universe. Let's now jump into the news, the epic news that uh, I, I felt like it was going to come at some point in time, but it happened way sooner than I think anyone really expected. Like I, I don't know, just based on watching Twitter the morning that it happened, it felt like people were genuinely surprised. But construction for Epic Universe, the newest Universal Orlando theme park, the the third theme park at Universal Orlando, fourth total, once you include Volcano Bay, it has resumed construction immediately after briefly pausing the construction because of the COVID-19 pandemic. And this this news was first dropped on early on Wednesday morning, uh, Wednesday, March 3rd, to be precise, when Brian Roberts, the chairman and CEO of Comcast, was doing an interview with Morgan Stanley Investors and it was just during a conference call, and yeah, he he 
dropped the news that that construction would begin again on Epic Universe. And then the news release came out pretty quickly after that call was over and we got extra details with it. Uh, like the fact that it's not just construction is starting back up. Construction has resumed immediately. Let that sink in. When they decided they're going to start back, they're like, no, we aren't. We're not going to just announce it and then we'll wait a little while and get back into it. They are going at it immediately. And they have admitted and they admitted in the press release that it will take several months before they can really build up to full steam with with it. Full speed, as in they said, and completely restaff and reassemble all of the vendor and contractor teams that are a part of Epic Universe. But this thing, this thing is moving ahead. This is moving in the right direction to get this park open way sooner than I think a lot of people expected. Because when when it was announced that it was indefinitely put on a pause because of the pandemic, you know, it, it was anyone's guess as to how long it was going to be. Was this going to be was this going to be until 2026, 2027, later, earlier? No one quite knew. Because when when Epic Universe was first announced, uh, that was all the way back in August 2019, it was it was you know, it was it was an announcement that we all expected. But then a month later in October, during one of the earnings calls, then they're like, oh, by the way, it's also going to be open in 2023. That seemed like, OK, this is this is moving fast. And then all of those plans just get thrown into the air because of the pandemic. But the really cool news now that I read on through another article that came out, I believe, through the Orlando Sentinel when they dug in a little bit more. Apparently, uh, Mary, Mayor, not Mary, Mary, Mayor Jerry Demings, uh, confuse all that Mary together. Mary Mayor Jerry Demings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a character from a, like a, like a kid's book. Uh, either a kid's book uh, or even potentially like a Parks and Recreation character, something yeah, along yeah. those lines. Uh, but our... Mayor Jerry Demings did speak with Universal Orlando, and I guess Universal right now, while they haven't unveiled a direct timeline, uh, they did mention that they would like the park to be open by 2025. So, Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't hear that part. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I read it wow. in one of their articles. So I, you know, I figured... I, I'm. Go ahead. I was like, Go I'm ahead. literally clicking. What year is it? I couldn't remember for a second. <laughs> yeah, we're God. we're back on the four year timetable. So I kind of had a feeling of the okay. Well, we lost we lost about a year because of COVID. So really, mm. let's just add one year onto it at the very least, and that would kind of back right up to it. But there, it's more than just you lost the year of construction. It's also Comcast has to look how they're going to spend that money out too. Uh, you know, they're throwing yeah. everything into it, but at the same time, you just can't go, you can't go all in full force when, when the economy and of tourism directly is still recovering slowly. I mean, luckily Comcast yeah. has that cable and internet money that has helped it push past all of the, the woes of NBC universal, which has been hit hard because of, of movies and, and theme parks, but you know, theme parks have is have evened off movies. It looks like that's coming sooner than later. And yeah, it's everything's about well, to get epic. I was gonna say, did you hear that they pushed uh Fast and the Furious is starting its pushback again now? It's a month it's been moved back a month and now um 
the minions, the next minions movie just got pushed a year. That's okay. So I don't know what, I don't know what's going on with their movie segment, but you do make a valid point that an internet company is like, I mean, not just internet, but they're a telecommunications company. And in the time of COVID, those are the companies that thrived, right? So even though there was a hit, it wasn't, it wasn't, I don't, like you said, it probably wasn't as a substantial, substantial hit because it's not like such a major artery of, mm-hmm. of their company, a company. I cannot speak today. I don't know what's happening. Um, I'm rubbing off on you. But it's- <laughs> I, I, yeah, I am, I am honestly like when they said this was back on, I was like, whoa, I'm surprised. But like, I, to say that Nintendo I, wouldn't be a big part of this, the decision in this factor, I feel like they know how much money is there sitting waiting to be made on like the merchandise and the experience of Nintendo because they they can essentially have that same kind of boom that they had with Harry Potter all over again, you know, with a whole different crowd that honestly could even reach further even generationally than Harry Potter does. Um, and it's it's really it's fascinating to me. I don't know. I, I I'm also the more I think about it, the more impressed I am that they're they're saying they're going to build this whole epic universe in four years. Like, think how long does it take to how long did it take to build Galaxy's Edge? I'm not trying to knock Disney. I'm just trying to think of the last fully thematic area that opened. Um, well, I in can, Orlando would have been yeah that right. Well, yes, Galaxy's Edge was the last big one. Galaxy's Edge. Uh, well, it sat on the land where the Backlot Tour was, as well as right. Streets of America. Streets of America closed in March of 2016 because we were we left on that Disneyland trip. We weren't mm-hmm. there the day it officially closed. We left. We were in Disneyland, and that trip was like March 2016, right in that time frame. So, uh, Galaxy's Edge then officially opened in august of 2019 so about three years but it was it was announced in 2015 though right because it was at d23 when we when when they brought out the force awakens people right yeah okay yeah so it's yeah so three years and they built they built essentially like right right yes they had to level land same what universe is doing the three so it's fat i I just i i'm just thinking about this in terms of being older and being an adult being able to process this sort of stuff that they're going to bring us you know these however many lands end up in epic universe you know what i mean let's just let's even say it's like four and each one of them has two attractions so that is eight attractions and maybe they're not all going to be spider-man and forbidden journey um level of attractions but it's still kind of crazy to me to think that in in just four years they're bringing us fully immersive lands a couple of lands i I don't know that's it's mind-boggling to me i guess i don't know because because that level of like theme parks has changed you know since in the i I don't know i i i haven't been in this game since a fully uh since a full theme park has ever opened i guess maybe neither nope. of you either i no. the closest for me has been volcano bay in terms of a mm-hmm. park opening and you know obviously yeah. it's a water park so i haven't dealt with that yet uh but remember epic universe isn't just a theme park this is a 750 acre site that is south of universal orlando it's on the property that they they all had to that universal had to buy back uh, from when they sold it a long, long time ago, and I believe a couple other places. But this is this is not directly 
connected right now to current Universal Orlando. So because of that, they have to do more than just build a theme park. It's it's going to be a theme park, the entertainment center, yeah. hotel, uh, shops, restaurants. All of that is going to be right on this new site, this new sister site that will be a part of the Universal Orlando experience. So it's, it, it is more than just building a theme park. And I'm not saying all of that has to open up necessarily – with with epic universe but as we saw from the concept art it also it also looks very different than what we already expect currently with with a theme park so the the artwork clearly does show four defined lands uh, that right now that unless things have changed which i personally don't know i haven't dug in the rumors too much but rumors pre-covid was uh was super nintendo world along the Mario version, as well as Donkey Kong, the Universal Classic mm-hmm. Monsters, How to Train Your Dragon, and then also uh, a new section of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And then the the entrance of the park, at least, was going to have that feel of like a astrological Roman Greek uh, gardens feel to it. And then also the, the roller coaster and the concept art from, I believe, Alicia Stella, uh, you know, we've talked about her plenty of times. We've both been uh, a part of projects that she's worked on, at least for her Patreon. Uh, I believe she has said that the roller coaster in the concept art is actually not a part of any of the lands at all and is separate on it, too. So this is this is a very intricate hmm different experience on this land so we can't just we can't just walk around saying like oh it's just a park because it's more than that but even even more than that i i I want to talk about it from the sense of the economy of orlando and florida as a whole because this is going to have an extremely positive impact on orlando and florida uh the park Resuming construction will infuse billions of dollars into the Florida economy. It will result in hundreds of jobs with Universal and thousands of jobs across central Florida. And overall, the project will create more than 14,000 permanent jobs in addition to those created during the development period. And that is that is a lot of workforce, especially after we have seen the layoffs that have happened in furloughs, people waiting and waiting to go back to work. Uh, I know Universal is going on a hiring spree right now bringing people back in and also they are going to do it even more now in 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 regard to epic universe as well too and and that is super positive uh again brian roberts roberts the chairman and ceo of comcast said the restart of construction of epic universe is a terrific moment for our employees and for our theme park business in florida it's our single largest investment in the state and represents our enthusiasm for the spectacular park in the epic economic opportunities it will generate and uh, even uh, mayor jerry demings again not screwing up his name this time said that the resumption of epic universe couldn't come at a better time the community has so many talented workers who benefit from this massive project and he's confident that it will deliver a huge economic boost to orange county and rhino made me aware that i didn't even know about this but apparently even with with Epic Universe, Orange County was trying to offer Universal Orlandi, Orlandi, Universal Orlandi, Orlandi. Uh, good old Orlandi. <laughs> they were Universal. Uh, Orange County was trying to offer Universal Orlando uh, a 
a break, a hundred thousand dollar break in order to actually, uh, actually start restart construction. Uh, t- it's part of a $10 million economic incentive program, according to Orlando Sentinel. Uh, and, and that's, this launched last summer and, and with it, uh, part of this was that the county was going to slash permit fees and that would hope that people would start to get back to building. And Universal flat out turned it down because they thought other people need it more and they were already going to do the project anyways. So yeah. good on Universal with this. Uh, this is just excellent news all around for Universal fans, for Orlando fans, for theme park fans. Just I, I don't know what it's not good news for. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's great that they're they're basically like, okay, well, we, we know that you know things are maybe not great right now, but we know that they're going to turn around, and we have this plan in place, and we know that people are uh, you know out of work, so let's do whatever we can and bring them back, and let's just keep going because we know in the long run this is going to be beneficial for us, and we will make money from this, you know. Yeah, and I mean it. I think better than anything with it is this is this is one of those situations that we're all going to win in the long run with this. This park is going to be incredible. Yeah, it's just oh, I, I can't wait. We still are going to do our episode on Super Nintendo World down the line uh, because it you know it's it's open at Japan, but technically I it still hasn't had its official grand opening that had become delayed. But it's it's still it it's open and the videos out there, like we talked about on our first episode back, it looks incredible. And to mm-hmm. think that we're going to have a version of that, uh, but expanded at Epic universe, as long as the yeah. plans go through how freaking neat, like just, just so, so cool. But now on to our next news story, Halloween horror nights dates have been revealed and you know what? It's March. It's not early by any means with this it's uh it's actually pretty normal timetable maybe even a little bit behind i feel like it's usually like around the second third week of february that Mm -hmm. a lot of that information is out and like the first house reveal but you know what it's been a wild year so i wouldn't expect anything to ever be normal anymore and uh definitely not with halloween horror nights but we do have the dates for halloween horror nights 30 yes it will it will as long as everything goes off without a hitch it will be the 30th anniversary of halloween horror nights this year in 2021 and it could not uh, just that news alone could not be any more exciting like it just it was it was the news i needed this week oh yeah 100 percent. i just i was it's just one of those things where, you know, you you know, you can still keep thinking where you're like, yeah, Halloween. Because last year it was like, we can do this. We can get through this by Halloween. And it was such a sad time when we got there. And it was like, no, no. But this year it feels like it's nice. They're like, OK, we're confident we're having this event. So let's just we're going in. We're announcing those dates. And, you know, I'm it just it makes me very excited. Yeah. It makes me excited, too. So what are the actual dates, you might be asking? Well, it is going to return on select nights, September 3rd through October 31st, 2021. And I have the entire list of select nights that it will be occurring on. I'm not going to read every single one of them off to you because it is 42 nights. And that is I, I'm not I, I just don't need to do that. But uh 
It kicks off on Friday, September 3rd, and it will run on the 3rd and 4th. And then basically after that, it runs Thursday to Saturday, or sorry, Thursday to Sunday. And then after that, it runs every single Wednesday to Sunday, beginning September 15th, all the way through until October 24th. And then that final week, it runs Tuesday to Sunday, so October 26th through October 31st. So 42 days of Halloween Horror Nights. Very, very exciting. Yeah, it's start, that's starting about two weeks earlier than normal, right? Because normally it starts around the 15th of September, uh, the 12th of September. No, they moved it back, la- I want to say back Last in 2019. Year. It was not the very first weekend, but the second weekend. Like yeah. Based on how it dates fell, I don't have yeah. that information off the top of my head right here, but... Uh, this is the earliest, as far as I'm concerned, that they have started it. It's it's uh, maybe it hasn't started the first weekend before, but not September third. Like yeah, maybe I, if hey, it was... not, as soon as you told me about um, about the dates, as soon as you text me uh, earlier because I was trying to stay off of social media because this is the day that Wonder Vision finale came out, and Lord knows everybody likes to ruin everything. Twelve oh one, if you haven't watched it yet. So um, I was very excited, and as I was getting ready to record this with you, I was just thinking to myself because we missed it last year. I was like, maybe this year, maybe this will be the year. I say that now, but I probably won't do it. But maybe this will be the year I go in and get the fast pass part of the frequent fear pass assuming like assume uh, not fast pass i'm sorry express um ex- assuming that they even do that sort of a thing but they might not it might just be everybody's got to wait i don't know what the details are going to be who knows if they'll even have frequent fear passes it could be just a thing where you just buying the tickets i don't do we know that information yet uh, they haven't released any information on tickets yet uh tickets aren't available to purchase at this time but I expect no changes in terms of Universal's approach. I expect frequent fear passes to be back. I expect Express to fully be a thing. And I'm right there. I, I am, I am getting Express with my frequent fear pass. It just, it's one of those things that I was on the fence about it in 2019. I didn't go for it. 2020 didn't have to worry about buying a frequent fear pass. And so I now, I now know that. I have the next six months to save up that extra money to be able to have Express with my frequent fear pass. It it just, it really, it's the best way to do Halloween Horror Nights with the exception of doing like a VIP tour, which is also legitimately Mm -hmm. awesome. But, uh, you know, two, two complete different things. You can't do a VIP tour every single night you go. That would just be, that would be bananas. I know I'm going to need to get my Halloween on 100% this year. So that's why I'm like, I'm, I spent a lot of time just roaming the park last year, not even necessarily going into the houses over and over again. Although I did, I did find that I was doing the stain scream quite a bit and things like that. But then I was happy to just be there and be in that atmosphere. And I, I've been really missing it. And I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to go and be in the atmosphere, like as much as I anticipate I'm going to be, I might as well just like, kind of spring for it a little bit pull back and some other stuff you know save my cans bring them to the recycling center things yeah. like that no I, I think that's a good method and i already know that uh, we're gonna want to go through some of the houses a lot of times so if, if you weren't really in on what was happening back in october because we didn't really have a show back then uh, we were kind of in the middle of everything 
Halloween Horror Nights was canceled in 2021 or er, in 2020. It did not happen at all. And, and instead they replaced it with a daytime Halloween event where there were two houses that were open throughout like the entire month of October. You had Revenge of the Tooth Fairy and Universal Monsters, The Bride of Frankenstein Lives. And then you had a ton of food and beverages all around the park that were specialty items for the daytime event. And then you had the tribute store, the scarecrow stock around the park. So it was just it was a taste of Halloween, not to steal a phrasing from Disney, but that's just what it was. And it was great. It, it was really fun, but it, it just didn't quite satisfy the thirst that that us Halloween Horror Nights fans have for the event. And we did get one taste of 2021, though, already back in 2020. If you were there on the final weekend, the the Halloween weekend, they actually, for two days only, debuted a Beetlejuice house, which was supposed to be part of Halloween Horror Nights 30. And, well, we also got confirmation today that it is, in fact, going to be part of Halloween Horror Nights 30, and it will officially be one of the the 10 houses that will be part of Halloween Horror Nights this year, along with five scare zones. And as of now, there was only one coming soon to be revealed block for entertainment. But uh, in terms I, of the houses, yeah, Beetlejuice. I hope Juice. they bring the Lagoon show back. But that's why, that's why yeah. I hope the entertainment is. But, it, it, you know, I, I don't. They ain't bringing that dance troupe back, I don't think. But the I'm I'm assuming the Lagoon show, um, because that was even if it's the same one from 2019, I don't care. I want it. I know it won't be though, because obviously that highlighted, like the Lagoon show they were doing before, it highlighted the events that you were experiencing at, while you were at the park. So I I just loved that show so much. I can't wait to kind yeah. of see what they come up with if they're doing a new one or just yeah. bring that one back. And I'll, updated. I'll <laughs> An updated version of that show featuring the properties that are going to be featured this year would be nice. Mm. And I or just use it as a way to it's the 30th anniversary of Halloween Horror Night. So it's still a big event. All celebrate all of it. Exactly. Yeah, celebrate the yeah. original properties that that people didn't necessarily maybe they weren't around all 30 years to see a lot of them. It's a good way to to give them a taste of what they missed out on before they started attending the event. So. I like that method with it, but seriously, bringing back the Beetlejuice house is, uh, we knew that it was coming. The reason why it opened up apparently is because it was part of the contracts that in order to use it this year, it had to open at least a day or two last year. And that's why, that's why we're getting it. As long as all the, the talk that was online about it, if that was correct, that's the reason why we saw it two days. And that's why it's able to come back this year. But the house was freaking incredible. Again, we didn't mm. we didn't do a show I think where we actually talked about it. It was amazing. I loved it. It was yeah. it was so perfect and you know, I'm I'm going to be displaying photos of inside the Beetlejuice house as we're talking about it and like it it if it looks cool in the photos, I I can tell tell you. I was going to say trust me, I can tell you it looked even cooler in person. This house It was uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go. No, no, I, I'm just everything you're saying, like while you're talking about it, I'm just remembering us like walking through it, you know, and so happy that we were able to go in um, mm -hmm. more than once, which was we were very lucky to be able to do that. And it, it, it what was great about it is how it kind of told that story of Beetlejuice in a unique perspective. So it wasn't just like literally the film, but you saw like a lot of those really great moments from the film. But you kind of went through the film in this unique way. And I was just like, this is cool. Like, I I can't wait to 
kind of go back and see that again and see it with like filled in with all yeah. the like, you know, with the Morse characters, because obviously having to open it, you know, just like when they had to open it, I'm imagining that some stuff probably wasn't in there. But I did not to say that it felt like it was missing anything, but it was it was just it was so good. Yeah, we, I think we said as we were making our way through the house. Like, the first time you're so in awe of everything that's happening around, you notice some gaps. But then the second time we went through, that was where we confirmed, like, yeah, there there definitely feels like there's someone missing here and someone missing mm-hmm. in this moment and that moment. But there was no they, Catherine O'Hara. Where was Catherine yeah, O'Hara? Yeah. So, yeah. like, we, we noticed little things like that, but it didn't take away from the overall enjoyment of the house. And and honestly, there was there was a moment that got us the first time we went through and then the second time we went through once uh my wife was with us it it was even more epic as we we went through and i'm gonna i don't want to really go into spoilers because i know a lot of people didn't get a chance to to see it and maybe i already spoiled too much by showing the photos that they released with it but uh it's it's just it's so cool and and it is technically not the first house announced for Halloween Horror Nights 30 because there's also Puppet Theater captive audience that they revealed like wait the last week of October. Remember there those the awesome behind the scenes oh, video? Yeah. Where yeah, I, I think it was forgot about that. Mike Aiello and then Greg Nicotero went and walked through the house and looked at looked at different portions oh, yeah. of that. But the weird part is in the list on on Universal site where it shows like all the houses to hmm. to be revealed, all ten houses, they have Beetlejuice already, you know, open in there. But the Puppet Theater captive audience was not on that; it wasn't already hmm. put in there. So I'm like, I mean, maybe in the time since we record this and before the show releases, they actually they add it to there and say, oh, we just forgot about it. Like probably some other people did, uh, like I did when I I got excited right away with it. I was like, "Yes, first house and the dates yeah. together. This is great." And then I was I w- scrolled through the site and I was like, "Oh wait, wait, second house revealed. Second house. I completely forgot about Puppet Theater captive audience." But uh, yeah. assuming assuming it's still on the the slate to be a part of it, we at least know two houses right there. I, I'm I'm just I, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I, I I tell you, even if they bring back the Bride of Frankenstein and the um the Tooth Fairy House, yeah. so that would be let's say let, let's let's just play what if right now. Let's say they did that. Those two, the puppet one, the Beetle just one. That still leave, would leave us with six more houses to get excited about. And I'm not gonna be listen. I'm not gonna be one of those people. If those are the houses that have to come back, that's okay. I liked them. I would do them again happily. I, you know, I maybe not enough people got to experience them if they decided, okay, they were they were a good teaser for people during the day who don't normally get to go to Halloween Horror Nights or have never like taken that step to purchase the extra ticket because they've, you know, they don't know how they're going to fare. But leaving these open all day, that kind of gave them that taste of it. And they're like, okay, so the house served its purpose. Let's move on. That's okay too. I, I'm just, I'm just so happy to have this event come back. I, I am too, and I, I would actually double down if Bride of Frankenstein lives in Revenge of the Tooth Fairy are two of the extra ones on the lineup, I would definitely buy Express, solely because I think so many people did get to experience those two last year that I already oh, know then No lines, yeah. A lot of people, if if they return from, from last year, a lot of people have already seen them, done them, they're going to want to hit those other houses, 
the yeah. same way that I feel about the other ones too. So, uh, when, when you look at it from that perspective, yeah, I'm going to want to express so that way I can go through the other houses quicker because, uh, That's a good point. It, it's, it was, it happened when, uh, American Werewolf in London had its second run in 2015 after being a house in 2013. People still loved American Werewolf in London the back in 2015, but for those who had already seen it and done it, you know, a ton of times in 2013, it just didn't have that return appeal as much. And part of the good reason why Universal does continually refresh the houses every year and while they might have sequel houses, reimaginings of stories to their houses, they don't they don't like to genuinely replicate the house year after year like like some other Halloween events do around the country. And I understand why other ones do it, but it also I'm happy that I'm happy that Universal keeps it fresh for that reason and makes it a, an event that you have to revisit every single year so i cannot be more excited about it rhino is in the same mm. boat just september 3rd cannot come soon enough that's all i'm saying oh, yeah oh yeah it, it, especially for me because it's the end of the summer and i hate the summer season now mm-hmm. so it'll be the beginning of like hope it's going to start to cool down but yes very very excited yes indubitably Let's not necessarily just focus on what's coming up. Let's focus on what you can also benefit with right now. And part of that is this this deal, we should have talked about it last week and left it off the table. That was my bad. I kind of forgot about it. But it is an actual really great deal because Universal Orlando launched a limited time offer that has 40 percent savings with it that is amazing so uh mm-hmm. it is it is an incredible offer to save 40 percent on a four-day four-night hotel and ticket vacation package and this package actually because of that savings it starts at 1388 after the savings based on a family of four so a family of four traveling you are going to have four days and four nights hotels with your tickets included, potentially as low as thirteen eighty eight. Like, obviously, you still have to pay for your flights or driving down, but uh, that's that's a good offer. So let's talk about what's in the offer. Uh, it's four days of fun and park to park access, including USF, Universal Studios Florida, and IOA, Islands of Adventure, uh, home to more than 50 immersive experiences across both theme parks. Yes, I am clearly just reading the press release on this one. Uh, but moving on with that, so yes, you get four days of park to park tickets with that, and then you get four night accommodations at Universal's Cabana Bay Beach Resort, where guests can enjoy vibrant retro themed rooms and fun for the whole family. It has the Lazy River Bay Liner Diner, the 10 Lane Galaxy Bowl. You get benefits like early park admission, uh, one hour before the general public, complimentary transportation throughout the destination, and all, you know, all of the great perks of staying on property you don't get the free express that's with the that's with the deluxe hotels not with cabana bay but uh literally again four four nights at cabana bay four nights at cabana bay with four part four days of park to park yeah. tickets for potentially as low for as family four right yeah that's yeah. less than eighty seven dollars eighty seven fifty i did fourteen hundred divided by four days divided by four people 
and uh, that is eighty-seven fifty a day. So that includes your park ticket and your hotel, which is insane because a one-day one uh, one. But that's park to park ticket too, right? Yes. Yeah. So oh, that one day one park ticket is over a hundred dollars, and the, and then you get to stay for free. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, this is this is an awesome awesome deal. I don't know how much availability is still left with it right now, but basically, uh, of course, there are details that go along with it to benefit from the forty percent savings. Uh, it is Sunday through Thursday travel, so that's the big one there. You're trying to do a weekend getaway. Yeah. Uh uh uh. uh. Uh-uh-uh. You, uh-uh-uh. Can, you can say please all you want, but it's an uh-uh-uh. Here, here's the thing with that, though. So let's say you take the week off and you're going to drive down and it takes you like you're coming from Mass, like I, where I live. I mean, yes, I know there's probably quarantining issues and things like that mm-hmm. to go there, but it usually was a two-day drive. So if you leave Friday, you would get in late Saturday night. or So I guess you'd want to leave Saturday morning. You'd get in on like a Sunday. You could do it. So yeah. I think... You know, that's and then you leave on the Friday and you're back by Sunday. So it's like, there you go. No, you make a good point with that. So uh, it is still possible to, you know, as long as you can get that time off with work, you can still make it really happen in a good way. Uh, but here's the another kicker with it. The booking must be completed by April 19th, 2021. Uh, and then you have to travel through June 24th, 2021. So have to get that get that in there. Of mm-hmm. course, there are blockout dates in that mix as well, too. So it's not just as easy, but it is potential that you can take uh you can take part in this deal and you can get that massive savings and i you know it's there's always a good deal a good promotion running with universal orlando there just always is um it's this won't be the last one but this one i i something about it just catches my eye uh you know it's it, it also helps that universal pushed it out and said hey this is a big deal you need to you need to make sure you're paying attention with this and spreading the news on it but like it's just it it is a great deal if you Stop can make it happen spreading the news <laughs> time after time i don't know if that's the words i, I don't know that song no vacationing today yeah, we'll make our own. New words. York, New York. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, New York, New York, as long as you're going to race through New York starring Jimmy Fallon, one of the many amazing opportunities you can experience while using your <laughs> park to park pass at Universal Orlando with its vacation package. But uh, that's this. That's the two news items that we really wanted to discuss in this episode anyway. So I might as well just segue in and saying, if you are interested in this vacation package, hey. Once again, Dreams Unlimited Travel. The agents can help you try to get uh, try to get in on this vacation package if it's something you think you're going to be able to take advantage of, and you can save a lot of money, get that universal fun in, and hey, you're helping to support us in it too. So uh, that's it. That's all I have for us this week. Though we still have a lot to cover on this show coming up. I know I mentioned a dining review at one point in time. I believe last week that we still have we still have that dining. review review to come from fire eaters grill which you're not going to want to miss out on that we still have uh we still well no we still have to get over to volcano bay now since it is reopened and explore that park and and i know nothing drastic has changed since it was closed but we just want to get back in it so that way we can do a refresher of volcano bay so we still have that to come and of course any any breaking news that comes out we'll we'll make sure we throw that in too but rhino did i miss anything else in this one Mm, no anything else you want to put in so okay 
No, I was trying to do, uh, I was trying to embrace the fact that I'm pausing like a stop motion figure at this point, but I couldn't (laughs) every move. So I kept like moving, but it wasn't coming through on the video. So it's okay. I think at this point in time, people understand that, you know, it's until we're able to be back in our studios and stuff, we're still going to have moments where, Mm. where this happens. And, uh, it's, you know, you guys have been so supportive through the entire pandemic for us as we've, we've tried to, to make, as good as content as we can in terms of the shows it's it's easy to go out in the parks and do videos on our cameras and phones and all the devices we have uh but but you know we as much as we did vlogs and such before the pandemic we our pride and joy was our podcasts that's that's been the basis of the dis unplugged since Pete started dis unplugged podcast way back in 2006. So, uh, to have to try to find different ways to do this throughout, it's been, it's been a challenge at points. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, Rhino and I were talking about it. So that's the only reason why I bring it up, but it's humbling watching something like the Golden Globes, uh, multi million dollar production, uh, go off the rails as much as it did. And, we can look at it and be like, you know what? We're not not on the same size scale at all. But uh, I feel like I feel like we deserve a pat on the back every now and then because we've been able to we've been able to do more than I think we ever thought we would when this all all went down. Considering we always always just relied on a nice cozy studio. So uh, that, yeah, I know I haven't it, that came out of nowhere right at the end. But thank you to everyone who stuck with us through this and thank you to everyone who watches and listens to this show in particular that stuck with us when you just lost the content for a long time with very little explanation and only the explanation of well we need you to book vacations with us to universal if you want this to come back it's been please been a trip. please <laughs> please and you're doing it and it's helping and you know it's we're we're all in we're back all in on this and it's nice it's fun and refreshing for us because it felt like disney was just on our brains too much so now it's like yeah. revisiting an old friend yes i was you trying know. to think of something <laughs> funny and sassy to say about my old friend but i can't can't think of it it's fine. We're not I got all scared because it looked like something moved behind me and no one's in this house. So <laughs> yeah, it's the owners go- are home. We got to go. <laughs> yeah, you've got to stop just breaking into random houses, Rhino. One day, uh, one yeah. day you will find a house that has great internet, but uh, you just can't break into them <sighs> until you find the right fit. Till then, got to keep trying. It's not. It's not oh, nice. you're saying don't keep trying. Yeah, don't keep trying. Keep trying. Okay. You're going to get arrested. Okay. It's not okay. It's not fine, but all right. Okay. I'll try the playgrounds. It's fine. <laughs> okay, that took a turn. So, uh, <laughs> Rhino, stop talking. Stop talking. <laughs> That's a callback from a different show on this uh, on this <laughs> channel. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Rhino, thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. And thank you to everyone out there who listened and watched. Once again, please make sure if you are watching this on YouTube that you subscribe to the channel. Hit that thumbs up. Please leave us any questions or comments in the questions and comments. Please do that. That would mean a lot to me. And then if you are listening to this on 
any platform out there, please make sure you are also subscribing so that way you get the new episodes as soon as they come in uh, and, and they're actually released. And then also specifically, if you listen to us through Apple Podcasts, if you could do me a favor, a big solid, and also make sure that you leave us ratings and reviews, that would also that would that would mean a lot to me as well too, because that's how more people are able to actually find us. And I, I was in the background trying to scroll through see if we've got any new ratings and reviews, but we haven't gotten them yet. Last one's been January thirteenth, so falling behind there. So please. Leave us ratings and reviews, and I will make sure that I give you a shout-out here at the end of the show. And uh, just like I'm going to give a shout-out to all of our Patreon supporters who also help make all of these shows possible. Thank you so much for for the support, and we uh, we need to continue to making uh, more efforts to show you how much we support we appreciate your support, and we will find ways to do that in the future. And if you want more information on our Patreon, patreon.com slash disunplugged. And you can sign up at any of the tiers based on whatever is available to you and what interests you. So that's officially it for this show. Thank you so much for watching and listening. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you again soon with another episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. Until then, remember, we still haven't changed the name. 